This episode of the Up for Discussion podcast is brought to you in part by sleep deprivation. Do you feel tired? Do you feel tired all the time? Well, too bad! The world's not gonna stop for you to make sure you get your snoozes in. Gotta go fast and make sure you make those reports, catch those buses, and finish your quotas. No rest for the wicked in this day and age, and you're just getting started. Get up, get coffee, get to work, get your work done, work harder, keep working, get home, feel unfulfilled, eat poop, surf online till 3 in the morning, sleep 3 hours, wow! Best sleep in ages. Repeat until retirement or till whenever. Sleep deprivation, the only thing keeping you going. It's a two for this week. It's a good old two-hander, a two-gander. Two goose boys and there two... Two little goose boys goosing about. Just, it's uh, just me and Tom. We're here to honk for you today. My name is Johan Denora. I'm Tom Zalatnai. This is the Up for Discussion podcast, the only show on the internet where we talk about the things we talk about in the order we talk about them. Did I nail that? You nailed it. <laughs> that is... <laughs> That's the closest thing I got to a honk. <laughs> <laughs> that was... That was Tom. That was all him. He's a he, beautiful Foley artist. I'm really good at, at mouth sounds. <laughs> um, yeah, it's just you and I. Everyone else died. Everyone else Surprisingly. died. Surprisingly. It was a plane crash. No one's seen the likes of it since that time the, on Grey's Anatomy. The day the music died. What? What, <laughs> what happened on Grey's Anatomy? Spoilers. It's not a spoiler. That well, shows... it is. I haven't seen it. You haven't seen Grey's I'm Anatomy? I'm so mad that you spoiled Grey's Anatomy for me. Jeez, Tom, come on. I'm sorry, Johan. It's been a really long time since that show started. You got to catch up. That is fair. You don't know what's going on in the lives of Meredith Grey, Christina Yang. Meredith, huh? Meredith Grey. Christina what? <laughs> I watched a few of the first episodes with uh, with Renee yeah. um, in the last few months. Uh, it was one of a few shows that we tried starting the problem with starting a show that one person has like seen all of and loves is that as the other person that's being introduced you always feel bad like you're forcing this person to sort of tag along as you experience all these things for the first time Uh, even though that's completely irrational right you know i'm like man i'm really like especially with a show like Grey's anatomy which in my head has about a billion seasons it does yeah so like starting from scratch i'm like wow (laughs) this is a big commitment that's when i knew our relationship was really taken off when she was like i will watch this show with you that i've seen way too many times right but we kind of fell off now we're watching modern family that's pretty good yeah we really need to like get the seasons though because Mm. she has a couple episodes from every season and then i think she has all of season eight so i'm i've been watching like random episode four of season three he you know episode six of season whatever remind me uh, i've got the first three on dvd i'll lend it to you oh okay perfect so if you guys have a dvd player that's yeah no we do yeah um uh, to all those listeners out there that's what we call an act of kindness 
And it just happened between myself and Tom. That's right, guys. And that's what we want you to take away from this podcast is acts of kindness are yeah. good. Yeah. And we want you to take that away from this podcast because we need your money. We do. Um, as you guys know, this, you know what? Come on. We've been reading the same copy for weeks now. Tom's on his phone. There's a text he's replying to currently, and I'm watching him do it. There is. Who is it? You'll see. Keep reading the copy. Okay. I'm not going to read the copy. Uh, So as you guys know, this show is completely free. You guys can download it. Zero dollars charged to your account. And that's a beautiful privilege and a beautiful pleasure that we're glad to share with you. Um, But it's not totally free to make. There are hosting fees. There are extraneous costs. Hello? Hello? Ahoy, scallions. Who's that voice? Oh, Lord. I I come to you from the land beyond. Hi, Simon. How you doing? Suddenly, it's not I'm, a twofer. I'm... It's a threefer. Hey, how are you guys? We're good. We just sat down to start recording, and, and I saw your text, and I was like, I'm going to interrupt Johan's ad read by calling Simon on the podcast. <laughs> Where are you right that's now? A, that's a great idea. Where are what you right that? now, Simon? I'm in Vancouver City. Ah. Uh, in the in the area known as Kitsilano. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, Kits. Yeah, it's Kits. Yeah, Kits, Kits. for shorts. Yep. Sweet Kits for yeah. kids. How's your uh, How's your vacation going? Vacation's going great. It's going really really well. Cool. I, uh, this is my first time out west. My first well, my first Yeehaw! time. In, Howdy. In, in British Columbia. I went to Alberta before. Oh this yeah. My first time. This is my first time in. BC and it's nice. I like it. Good. I like yeah, it I've, too. For for a long time. Sorry, Tom. <laughs> I said I like it also. Yeah, yeah. For for a long time, I'd get annoyed at people who were like, "Yeah, Quebec's nice, but like it's not BC." And I'd be like, "Fuck off, guys. You guys are annoying." And I'm here, and I'm like, "Oh, no, yeah, I get it." Yeah, they're still annoying, yeah. but they you kind they, of they understand are, where the sentiment comes they from. Have to, they have the right to be. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Well, we're gonna we're gonna get into it, but we thought we'd give you a chance to to say hi because you've been away for a little while. Well, hello everybody. I I miss all of you. Don't lie to them. Oh, we miss all you of too. you. Don't fucking I lie, miss, Simon. I miss I miss uh, some of you. Who do you miss the least? <laughs> Who do I miss the least? <laughs> Go ahead. Well, be honest. I, I think it's pretty. I think it's pretty obvious. Yeah. The great white bear of the north. It's I miss I miss Kendall in the least. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> cool well we'll uh oh. you get back next week or the week after uh probably the week after cool week well, after. we'll see you when you get back see you buddy we'll see you when you get back later dudes bye love you enjoy I, I i love you a lot oh keep keep potting never stop potting yes i just hung up on him for that <laughs> <laughs> he didn't say he loved me back um that was another uh moment of human kindness unreciprocated yeah. Uh, but like I was saying earlier, you have the chance to offer a reciprocal act of kindness with your Patreon donation. You can donate a little bit of your money and none of your time to us at patreon.com slash up for discussion. If you're interested in throwing us even a dollar a month, you could join the ranks of fine folks like Patrick, Gabriel, Kendallin, Candice, Eric, and Carlea. And if you give at least $5 a month, you get to tell us what to talk about once a month on the show. What a privilege. I know we really got into this last mm-hmm. week about how you are paying to be a puppet master, but really think about it. 
how many things in your life do you feel you have absolute control over? Absolute control? Probably Probably, probably not many, right? Yeah. Not a lot. I think you have absolute control over what you put into your body. Yeah, and even that, you know, I'm sure you can make a case, you know, people in different financial situations are going to, you know, they're going to be relegated to a certain quantity and quality of food that's just not on par with people like, you know, the ultra rich and famous. I mean, we're not all eating gold plated caviar eggs every morning, are we, Tom? That's right, Susan. We're not. (laughs) Not not one bit, you know, and I'm I'm eating my yogurt and moose licks every (laughs) every morning and I'm trying to stay regular. With my Activia and my my Costco brand Mooselicks. and but that's all I can afford, and some people can afford even less. So, so look, so if here's you guys the can thing. afford it, you can go to Patreon.com/slash/discussion, and you can donate your money, and it'll help us eat healthy food. This week's Patreon and topic, I, okay, and it won't help us do that because Tom. As I was here today, ordered a fucking pizza. You're and selling tra- me out. And then he tried to recycle the damn box, and he couldn't because there wasn't space in the recycling box. Why, you may ask? Because there was already too many pizza boxes in there. Just do it. Just do it, Nike. Just do it. Um, here we go. So this, this week's, week's Patreon topic comes from Patrick, Patrick who wants, wants to, to know. know. <laughs> Patrick. I'm sorry you feel that way. I didn't. Look, I mean, I said, you know, you've got full control. It's That's fine. But to, yeah. to really come on the podcast and give us that? I don't want to, I don't want to get into this right now with you, Patrick. Wow. Well, I'm sorry you feel that way. Well, Patrick, um, oh, shit, man. I, I'm not hurt. Yeah, you know, I'm it's just... It's been 120 episodes. We, we thought by now you'd have spoken up, you know? You could have just said... <laughs> I did not. First of all, no, I did not. Wow. Second of all, if I did, she shouldn't be telling you that at all. Not a, not even a little bit. Patrick, where are you getting this information? <laughs> oh, Simon told you. Of course. Cool, of Simon. course. So he called you right after this, did he? <laughs> That's exactly what happened. I was right on the mark. Well, thank you. That's the first nice thing you've said to me. <laughs> okay, I love you too. <laughs> so Patrick's real question is, what's your favorite part of your life and why? <laughs> um... You want to go first? Sure. Sure. Um. <laughs> wow. <laughs> um, I, I saw this question uh, before Tom sent us. Um, <laughs> fucking put it away. He's got Tom has his pinky finger stuck in the goose's mouth. <laughs> oh, God. Put it away. We're trying to get real on the podcast right now. Patrick, we're, I, you asked the question. You can't answer it yourself. That's Seriously, not how this man. works at all. What a waste of your money. Oh, wow. Okay. Bye, Patrick. Um, I, so I saw the question before we, we started recording. Mm-hmm. And um, I mean, I, you know, there's a few things that I could like immediately reach to. Like, oh, I love that I'm acting and stuff. And, right doing improv and, and, and being on this podcast and essentially just like performing and being able to perform. Yeah. But you gotta pick one. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah, I would say like being able to perform in different mediums, but I don't, I don't think that's like, if I actually thought about it, I feel like that wouldn't actually be the favorite part of my life. You know what I mean? Sure. Yeah. I feel like at least for me and I'd 
could maybe extend this to most people. The favorite part of your life is something you probably overlook every single day. Mm. So that first sip of coffee <laughs> when I poop is right. waking up in the same bed. Yeah. Getting up little fog in my head. I brew it up. I chug it down and my day starts to turn around. It's that beautiful cup of liquid brown. <laughs> Coffee town. Coffee do, do, town. Do. Coffee town. Do, 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 do. Today we're sponsored by Coffee Town. Coffee, coffee town. town because there's not enough coffee and there's too much coffee and not enough time. Sorry. Coffee town because there's no coffee in the woods. So you Co- gotta go to town for it. Coffee town because someone's gotta keep the lights on. Coffee town. Turn that frown. Coffee town. Turn that frown into brown. <laughs> um. So what's your real favorite part of your life? No, yeah, I think like it's probably having a family that supports me and mm-hmm. and loves me and has brought me up to be um a pretty well-rounded like adult you know i'm doing some of the work on my own trying to you know i don't think there's a their parenting job in the world that turns out a perfect kid i think at the end of the day like you need to figure yourself out and i'm trying to do that but i think my parents laid a lot of that uh groundwork for me Hmm. and i gotta say like you know that's probably my favorite part of my life yeah just having a good family yeah, just because I know, like, and I don't want to speak for you, but I know that, like, you have a different situation. You have, like, a great family, but it's not... It's a different, yeah. Yeah, it's a different yeah. situation, and I know a lot of people in my life that, you know, have had to, like, move out because they don't get along with their parents. and Sure, yeah. Or, because, like, literally because it's not safe to live at home. Like Maybe I've, they I've uh, had these... to move out because their mom wanted to uh, leave her boyfriend and didn't want them around. Yeah. Maybe uh Mhm. Yeah, no, but No, uh, but yeah, sure. like people had I I just think that it's like that's such a fundamental thing that I think a lot of people don't have and totally. like yeah. and or even like I was going to say like, you know, they're they're they have children of divorce, but honestly not all divorces need to be like a really negative thing no, yeah. for people and I've met just as many people who've had like fine experiences growing up in two households like mm. so that's kind of irrelevant but i just yeah. mean yeah I, I, a lot just of people don't have families. that experience yeah a lot of people don't yeah. have the, the same experiences i have and I'm, I'm very grateful to have the family i have even if it's not always perfect yeah totally yeah yeah i think that's that makes sense yeah when i was thinking about this question i had a similar thought process of like well i kind of hate everything about my life because i'm hmm. a depressed 20 something yeah but uh you know when i think about the things that bring me joy it's like doing this podcast and uh that's about it uh no but you know doing this podcast doing improv stuff um being with my church people um, Mm -hmm. and yeah spending time with my family which is not something that i did much of until the past few years when suddenly i actually kind of enjoy family settings you know it's different after you move out Uh, totally totally when i first moved out my relationship with my mom got infinitely worse for a month or two and then way way better really fast 
Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I still live at home. I'm a little baby head. You're a little small boy. <clears throat> I'm a little small boy. But my brother moved out when he was 18, and um, my relationship with him markedly improved. Oh, yeah. When he was around this weekend with his girlfriend, right. who I love. Shout out, Sandra. Um, and we had an amazing time. We had a really great time. Every time he comes around, it's great. Every time I go over there, it's great. I think part of that is just maturing and aging. Sure. Yeah. Um, but I think a big part of it as well is that when you don't have to live in the same household as somebody like as adults, like you, you, when you're a kid, right. You, uh, look up to your parents and you look up to your older family members and you're like, wow, these are, these guys are amazing. They're gods. And then when you get to a certain age, you're like, oh, actually they're just people. Yeah. Like they are my parents, but they are just people. They have their flaws. I can see those now because I'm an adult and I can kind of recognize the flaws in others, including myself. Right. Um, and it's it becomes a little bit more of a tete-a-tete. Like it becomes a little bit of like... You're, you're bumping heads. We're bumping heads, yeah. I don't think tete-a-tete means what I just said. Uh, it's, it's like a, it's a head-to-head game. Yeah, but I don't it's think it like is used in the <laughs> context I use it. Anyway, whatever. Yeah, Simon will call me angrily or something. Yeah. Um, oh, the phone's ringing right now. <laughs> um but yeah that like yeah you definitely you you touched on something there that i think makes sense that like you know you sort of idolize these people yeah and then there's a moment where you're going to realize that they are people and that's either going to really endear them to you or have the opposite right where it's either going to be a moment where you're like wow like actually i respect you so much now that i realize that we are the same yeah or it's going to be like "Ooh, you're not as cool as i thought you were because we are the same yeah and you have to accept that too like i don't think it's fair to like realize that someone you looked up to is a human being and then like instantly like their their image in your mind is like tarnished it's just different right. yeah yeah for and sure it's, it's honestly probably better that they're not like this godlike figure or whatever yeah like, i think that makes sense i think yeah. that's a at, at, at the end of the day is like a more positive influence than to think that there are people who are perfect. Right. Um, yeah. I think, I think what happened for me was like, especially toward the end of it, I was having a lot of trouble understanding my mom and getting along with my mom. Yeah. And then when I moved out, uh, I slowly started to realize like, Oh, my mom is a person <laughs> and we both make mistakes and we are both <laughs> fucked yeah. up and we both screw things up constantly. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden I saw her as a peer instead of as like an authority figure I didn't understand. And mm-hmm. it was like instantly our relationship was way better. That's it. Yeah. That's it. Because you can accept like, okay, she can make mistakes and I don't need to respond mm. just because she's, if you think someone is like above you in that sense, um, you, I think it also puts more impetus on you to challenge them in a certain way. Totally. Like, whereas if they're on the same, if they're a peer and, and you can see that at the end of the day, like you, like you said, you both make mistakes, like you don't need to call that person out on their mistakes because they, right. they, they don't need to be perfect. No, exactly. Um, yeah. It, it feels like less of a personal assault against you. Yes. When you realize that that person is just a mess. Yeah. yeah. Just like, just like everyone. Yeah. Um, I just want to say as well that uh, I'm really glad that I get to be a part of this thing that brings you a lot of joy. I improv and the podcast and that's really that's thank you man let's have a little middle of the table hand touch we just like <sighs> dapped each other up a little bit there dapped uh i think that means like you know some hitting 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 your hands a little, little hand hitting some little hand hitting fidget ge- spinning gentle hand hits <laughs> uh i, had I bought a thousand fidget spinners 
What's up guys? Welcome to my channel. If you like this video, click that like button. If you like, if you love the video, click that subscribe button. So today we've got a crazy social experiment. We just bought a million fidget spinners online. A million <laughs> fidget spinners, guys. Whoa. We're gonna be going down the street and throwing fidget spinners at kids, and we're gonna see what their parents' reactions are. Oh man, we've been waiting to do this prank for so long. Thank you guys so much for subscribing. You're the ones that make this possible. Let's go get it. Bruh, bruh, bruh. Ukulele music. <laughs> Ukulele music in the background. God damn it. Um, YouTube's a fucking mess. Thumbnail. Thumbnail is like a guy with eight fidget spinners on his head, and he's like, what's the deal? And like a neon yellow background. So oh, yeah. Why do all Vine stars look exactly the fucking same? There's all only one dude. All male, yeah, eh? yeah, it is. All male Vine stars have the same jawline. And look, it's a good jawline. It's a great jawline. It's a and fantastic jawline. I'd love to have that jawline. I would, yeah, me too. Fantastic jawline and where to find it. Yeah. Vine. <laughs> bruh, bruh, bruh. Um, but they all also make the same videos. Yep. And uh, I'm, this is not a hot take. Nope. At all. It's a little late for Vine hot takes. Super late. Yeah. Um, I was going to say something about, I don't know, I'm sorry, I forgot it. Wow. Oh. We are definitely going to edit this, right? Edit. Point. Edit here. Insert. Start cut here. Start episode 120 here. Finally, we started recording. Whoa, <laughs> guys, welcome to yeah, episode 120. Oh, God, we fucked up. We spoke over each other again. Sorry, Jack. Okay, let's start again. <clears throat> One sec. Benson. <laughs> Benson, it's the Bensons. What? I don't think we have the legal rights to. Sorry, I was singing Happy Birthday. Singing Hamilton. Hamilton. (laughs) Yeah, I think definitely like favorite things in my life are like, you know, having time with family where I'm actually like enjoying my family. Yeah. Um, Working on creative projects with people who. I'm excited to work on creative projects with. Yes. And uh, yeah, just fucking jamming out to Hamilton in the car. Always. In the house, in the tub. Yeah. All those three places where I listen to music. I hold my boom box over my head while I'm in the tub. <laughs> Don't drop it. I yeah, It's always plugged in. <laughs> I never remember to charge it in advance or whatever. Um, oh, God damn it. I really had something to say, though, and it was a good point. But if it's not going to come to me, then we're not going to waste the listener's time. That's it. We can't waste their precious time. Tell us about the $40 pledge. Okay. If you pledge at the $40 level, you can name the bear in our logo. This week, our bear naming expert, Kendlin, wants you all to know that the bear's name is the bear of Imodium. <laughs> Did you turn me up for a goof? Okay. <laughs> I thought you were turning me up like... I was way too low for the whole time, and now I'm fi- <laughs> finally people can hear me. Like people are gonna be listening, and the first thirty minutes of this are just. There's like a sudden moment. Yeah, yeah, right. The bear. So I want to point out, um, Kendall and named the bear the bear of Imodium. She's allowed to do this because she pledges us forty dollars a month on Patreon. Um, but the thing is, she named it the bear of Imodium. And now, Imodium is uh, a pill that I frequently take uh, that helps with diarrhea because uh, I got a bad body. Because you eat Domino's constantly, bro. I don't, I don't eat Domino's that often. I just eat takeout a lot. Fair enough. Let's get one thing fucking straight. Okay. All right. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> Foley work. That was pure Foley work. Wow. 
but she misspelled emodium. Yeah. You so, could literally look that up. You typed it in on your computer, Kendallin. Yeah. Are we going to start a side podcast um, where we just roast Kendallin for like 25 <laughs> minutes? Because I feel like it's taking up way too much time in every episode now. I think I think our audience probably enjoys it. I think Kendallin enjoys it. I think Kendallin is a largely financially contributing member of our audience. No, I'm saying, listen, hey, Kendallin, love and respect. If I'm ever in Texas... I'll be in Texas and yeah. you'll also be there and that'll be fine. Totally. Uh, if you're ever here, we'll also be in the same city. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, I appreciate it. But just going to say research skills are a little bit lacking or maybe, maybe you were, you submitted this last minute. You didn't have time to look it up. Maybe. Yeah. Or maybe we're making a lot of assumptions here. Maybe she's not talking about the emodium that you use to stop yourself up. You poop monster. <laughs> and maybe emodium is some, some other thing. Did you just call me a poop monster. I did call you a poop monster. You calling me a crap goblin? <laughs> I'm calling you a butt goblin, yeah. Gosh, me. You're calling me a little shit wizard? I'm calling you the Duke of Hazard. <laughs> Such a dumb show. God, I hate this fucking show. Um, I'm looking at the copy right now. I'm looking at closing stuff. <laughs> There's a section for closing out the show, and I've been looking at it for like five minutes. We're not going to close out the show yet. We have to read this whole fucking story, man. We got another chapter in... Um... What? Sorry, what is it called again? The Duke of Hazard. Yeah, I was going to say that too, the Duke of Hazard. Yeah, Tumble Down Ranch Chapter 3. Tumble Down Ranch Chapter 3. This is a great scene. Uh, thank you. I'm sorry, I forgot her name. Uh, her name is Teffer. Teffer, I'm sorry. Uh, Teffer is a longtime fan of the show who uh, also makes uh, wonderful, realistic stuffed animals that you can find at her Etsy shop. Link oh, in I the didn't description. know that. And Teffer is uh, writing us a romance novel <laughs> about horses. And, a romance uh, epic, frankly. Frankly, pretty epic, yeah. Um, so in our last chapter, um, well, you'll just have to go back and listen to episode 119 to find that out. It's not that far back, guys. It's not that far back. It was last week. Um, a lot of stuff happened. Lots of stuff. Uh, we learned about uh, Tom and Simon's complicated past at yeah. the uh, circus. Circus. Yeah. There was some, uh, a lot of love lost there, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. both literally and metaphorically. I think yeah. I'm really low right now, by the way. Um, Turn me up a little bit. Let me crank you up a little bit. How's that? Perfect. That's better. <coughs> so, Thank um, you, Tom. So Tom inadvertently led to the death of Simon's uh, girlfriend, wife, lover? Um, partner. Partner. Not horse, but partner. Not partner. Not horse. Not rather. horse. Partner. Partner. Horse partner. Thank you. Howdy. So we're going <laughs> to dive right into... Yeehaw. Boy, yippity kaya. We're going <coughs> to jump into... All right. We're going to jump into number uh, chapter three. of For this segment of Tumble Down Ranch, Tom will be playing Tom and Johan will be playing Calendar. We'll also probably just alternate doing uh, narration. Sounds good. <clears throat> Calendar slept badly and woke early. She lay in her bed, tossing and turning, her mind full of events of the last day. Until finally at dawn, she got out of bed and, not waiting to change out of her nightgown, saddled up Dazzle for a ride. Since Simon's arrival, Dazzle and Calendar's rides had been shorter and less frequent. Now, Dazzle was full of anxious energy and they rode far and fast, Calendar's hair flying like a banner behind her. 
What's happened to me? She wondered. I'm not myself at all. Abandoning Dazzle. Wandering around the ranch, hoping Simon will notice me. Now all addle-padded over his mortal enemy. She leaned over Dazzle's neck and urged her to go faster. The air was humid and heavy, dark clouds piling on the horizon, the pink light of dawn struggling and failing to throw off their shadow. Calendar's hair whipped her face and shoulders, and her cotton nightgown clung to her with perspiration. It was like riding through water. No matter how fast she rode, she could not find the lightness Dazzle usually brought her. What's wrong with me? She repeated again and again. What is wrong with me? Finally, Calendar drew Dazzle up near the edge of a ridge overlooking a green valley. The craggy mountain peaks loomed against the horizon, leaving one break immediately across from her where the sunrise struggled through apocryphal clouds like an illustration in a Bible. Usually Calendar came here to look to the sky for clarity, but today all she saw were glimpses of light and deep pits of shadow as jumbled her thoughts. She slid off of Dazzle's back and leaned on the horse's neck. Oh, Dazzle girl, she murmured, what am I doing? The wind blew her hair in a gentle caress. Mother, she thought, tentatively. I know Big Joe tries so hard, but sometimes I wish you were here so badly. You could help me figure out all these thoughts, these feelings. When I'm awake, I can't stop thinking, and at night I dream. Maybe you could help me work this out. She gave a sigh and turned her face to Dazzle's mane. Dazzle wickered softly and nuzzled Calendar. All right, girl, sighed Calendar. Let's go home. After a few steps, Calendar pulled Dazzle up, shielded her eyes, and looked back. Hey, mother, just a thought. Maybe don't look at the dreams. <laughs> <coughs> when Calendar and Dazzle rode up to the stable... Tom's big black stallion was tethered out front. His glossy coat shone, and he shifted restlessly from foot to foot, swinging his big head around to smell the electric air. Dazzle gave a small, wickering sigh. I know what you mean, girl, murmured Calendar, as Tom, hatless with his sleeves rolled up, came out of the stable with a curry comb. Calendar pulled Dazzle up next to Tom's horse. Beautiful stallion you've got there, she called him. Patrick? Well, he's a good boy. Answered Tom. A good, sleek, soft boy. <laughs> He's my good, strong son. Is he a circus horse? No. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. <clears throat> no. He's just my good boy. My good friend. <laughs> we'll get through this, damn it. <laughs> He's just my good boy. My good friend. I bought him after the circus days. He's been my constant companion in my lonely years. That's what Dazzle is to me, replied Calendar. She's been my best friend these last three years. I feel no one understands me like Dazzle does. Horses understand us, murmured Tom to himself, gazing into Patrick's soulful eyes. They know us better than we know ourselves. They have the ancient wisdom. Calendar stroked Dazzle's forelock back from her eyes and rested her forehead on Dazzle's, star to star. It's so strange to me, she began, then hesitated. What is? asked Tom, reaching over to pet the filly's dark mane. Perhaps it was the warm intimacy of the horses, the familiar straw smell and hot breath, 
but it all came tumbling out of calendar before she could help herself. Simon made it sound like you were a rogue, restless, even cruel. He won't even look at you. He's so angry. But you understand horse wisdom better than anyone I've ever met. How can you be bad when the horse's pure heart can meet yours? You're gentle with my horse. How could you ever be harsh with someone's heart? His hands ran gently but firmly down the strong, graceful neck and found the powerful shoulders. I never meant to hurt Simon. Simon meant more to me than anyone. We worked together. We played together. We hardly ever had to speak. But I'm a man of passion. I let my passion carry me away. And I lost by Simon, my best friend. It breaks my heart. I understand why he is angry, but Calendar, I never meant to hurt him. Can you trust that? Calendar leaned her back against Dazzle's strong side. He was so close to her now, one hand on Dazzle's neck, the other on her back. His face was open and earnest, and he looked with such passion not only at her, but at her horse. (laughs) (laughs) The air hummed with electricity and rain. Far away, thunder rumbled. She looked into his blue, blue eyes. I can, she murmured. Then his mouth met hers, and she was caught between the two warm bodies, man and horse, (laughs) under the electric sky. His hands tangled hair and mane. He pushed her up against Dazzle, who stood contentedly nuzzling the tall black stallion. Wait, she murmured. How? We barely know each other, isn't this? We know enough, he whispered. Our horses trust each other. Now trust me. And he pulled her close again. Consumed by the taste of his mouth and the animal smell of a man's clean sweat overlaying sweet hay and leather smells of the stable, in her thin gown and barefoot in the grass, her body pushing forward into the newness of a brilliant kiss, Calendar found the flying sense of freedom she'd been looking for. But as she pulled away, settling back and pushing back her hair, Calendar saw Simon's dark shape by the corner of the stable, frozen, and the storm broke. Electric. I was not ready for that. That was something else, man. Um, I really want to do this on stage. Yep. I think a staged reading of this, once it's all done, would be fucking hilarious. It'd be great. Yeah. Uh, thank you, Teffer. Yeah. For doing that writing, you did make it quite a bit shorter than last time. I very appreciated. I think these small chunks are 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 really digestible. Yep. Both for my heart. And for my loins. And for my laugh box. And for my chuckle horn. <laughs> and for my giggle spout. <laughs> and for my duke of hazard. <laughs> um, oh, man, oh, man. I love how podcasts always have that part. Right around the right around the 33-minute uh, mark. Oh, we've only been recording for 33 minutes? Where, uh, where the hosts look at each other in silence for a second, and then... Uh, one of them says, so, uh, Johan. Yep. What'd you do this week? This week. Um, wow. I feel like so much happened. Um, I saw Spider-Man Homecoming. Yeah. How was it? Uh, very, very good. Yeah. I'd have to go back and like watch some of the other Marvel movies. Um, but I'd say it's probably my favorite favorites of the mcu there's like so many movies i haven't seen all of them i haven't seen any of the thors and i don't care to uh but seen the uh the guardians of the galaxy yet the LaGuardia. yeah i have i saw i saw guardians of the galaxy 2 
I don't, in my mind, I like don't really consider it part of the, I mean, it is part of the Marvel universe, but it just like at this point, it hasn't connected directly enough with the other movies for me to be like, to really consider in the same conversation. I also just don't think they're as good as Spider-Man Homecoming. Okay. In my opinion, like not that they're not as good, but it's all subjective, right? Like, I mean, sure. Spider-Man was like my favorite superhero growing up. He was my dad's favorite superhero. He's a superhero that my dad introduced me to. Was he your grandpa's favorite superhero? Yeah. Giovanni probably really loves Spider-Man, Spidey boy. Um, <laughs> That's what he called him, Spidey boy. <laughs> we've got uh, at my grandfather's house um, in the basement, there's a room full of like my my dad and his brother's old comic books. Mm-hmm. It's just like the wall to wall. Wow. Like tons and tons of old comic books and it's still at my grandpa's house. So, you know, he's an old man. Maybe he goes down there every now and again and pulls out a random comic book and reads it. Definitely does not. But, um, yeah, so my dad's a big comic book fan and, uh, Spider-Man, he introduced me to pretty early. So, um, seeing this film, um, I definitely, I mean, there's a certain amount of bias, but it's a great, it's a great movie. Tom Holland is perfect as Peter Parker. He's, he's charming enough and he's enough of a loser to really Mm -hmm. pull it off. I felt like my problem with Tobey Maguire is he felt like just a loser. He's also like way too old for the part. Yeah. Like go back and watch like the original Spider-Man movie again and like they're all way too old yeah like they don't look like teenagers no they're also yeah. like um they are just a little bit older than tom holland like tom yeah. holland is a he's 20 tom, tom holland's 20 no but also his character like his peter parker is i think younger than toby Maguire's peter parker i think okay. toby Maguire is supposed to be like a senior right because in the second film he's out of high school right anyway um but yeah they're definitely they look older and it's like a little but he's like too much of a loser right as peter parker oh, absolutely he's like a little bit out of place um and then andrew garfield is like way 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 too charming right um and, and he kind of looks like a lizard um not into maybe he looks like a lizard i don't know a lizard I, lizard boy he's he's <laughs> i see why you say that but you know i think he's a good looking guy the problem is i once saw a photo where someone photoshopped out his teeth and he really looked like a lizard and now i can't see anything else. i saw a photo of drake with his teeth photoshopped out and it's the scariest thing i've ever seen um yeah and i know they're all based on like different interpretations in the comics like i'm sure there's interpretation where peter parker is like that charming of a guy but uh i really think tom holland is is the best fit for it right now and um yeah it was just a fun movie it just delivered michael keaton's amazing is michael keaton in it he's uh the main villain he's vulture oh cool and the way that they set up the i I just love the way all the mcu movies connect Hmm. uh i won't say much about like this film but no spoilers no no spoilers but like it's just how they reference each other is great and um how there is like a cause and effect does he meet uh anthony stark he does meet anthony antonio stark uh who doesn't play as big a role as he did in uh civil war which i'm glad about mark anthony (laughs) tony stark peter you have to come with me i have a suit for you to try on that was bad <laughs> is that marco antonio that's Stark? that's a spanish accent maybe who okay. knows i don't know um yeah so that's what i did this week uh i had my family over the other night uh which rarely happens that all of my grandfather's children are in the same place at the same time my uh, mm-hmm. cousin my my aunt's uh, son lives out west and he came uh in this weekend week off and uh, it was great to see him great to see adam my brother came in with his girlfriend like i said earlier my girlfriend was there it was was fun it was really nice 
Yeah. What like did you do this week? Whole family affair. It was a family affair. Wow. And then we all revealed that we were having affairs. Wow. With each other or? Yeah. Wow. Well, that's the thing, right? Is like, you know, everyone thought that everyone was just platonic. I was like, my mom and dad are just buddies. Right. And they were like, Renee and Johan are just friends. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So how, how was your uh, week? My week? Um, was, uh, that was not great. All right. Not awful, but not great. Uh, yeah, my grandma's been in the hospital for a little while. Still uh, still there. We're getting more and more frustrated with the hospital and also more and more concerned about her. So Yeah. That's a bad mix to have. Yeah, yeah. It'd be different if it was like, man, the hospital is firing on all cylinders, yeah. doing such a great job. But if the hospital's not doing a good job, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they're really knocking it out of the park with this, uh, doing things in a timely and efficient manner. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, tales all this time. <laughs> true <laughs> beauty and the beast am i right uh yeah but otherwise uh, not a bad week about a tv well okay maybe I, contextualize <laughs> that f- for people i bought a you I bought a beater i bought a yeah i bought a lemon it's a real <laughs> lemon. um uh, when life gives you lemons play mario kart on it yeah i bought an old fixer upper uh <clears throat> it's a sony wega which um, how much did you pay for that tv so here's the thing okay uh, i used to have this like maybe 18 inch uh wall mounted flat screen from maybe like five six years ago mm-hmm. it was not great a joke a little, TV. little joke tv yeah uh and i got that for free perfect because uh, my boss was getting rid of it because he had upgraded he's like hey do you want this like, yeah he had upgraded okay. to a 92 inch basically, plasma. <laughs> basically he uploaded updated to a fucking transformer tv yeah know? yeah um so every once in a while it like gets off his wall and has to go fight crime but most of the time it's just a big tv yeah and sometimes mark Wahlberg, mark Wahlberg, <laughs> mark sometimes Wahlberg. Mar- mark Wahlberg is like we gotta we gotta help them so no, nothing like this happens again we gotta find them that that's your mouth every fucking trailer for every movie he's in he's like a little too, he's not yelling he's just a little too loud he's from boston and he's always like we gotta find him we gotta help him like, yeah, okay, you do. You should help them. But can you just calm down for two seconds? I think that's just a Boston thing. Yeah, maybe. But yeah, I uh, so I got I got that TV for free. Good. I sold that TV about a month ago to Teffer, actually. Uh, for You're 50, welcome. For 50 bucks. Okay. And then I was looking for a free or cheap TV. And someone told me that their roommate was getting rid of one that was 42 inches for 50 bucks. And I was like, okay. Kind Beauty. of an upgrade, right? Yes, perfect. So... I, I went and I bought it, uh, mm-hmm. not realizing. Did not test it. Didn't test it. The guy didn't give me a remote for it because there wasn't one. I'm sure there was one. He just didn't have it. Yes. I believed that part. Yes. I believe that he just lost it. Um, so we got it home from fucking Plateau to NDG. It took us a long time. Plateau it Precinct very... Improv. <laughs> hashtag sponsored, hashtag ad, hashtag paid. Um, and we... Uh, we we got it all the way home and I got it all set up and then I spent an hour the next day trying to get the Wii U to play on it, which is not even a current gen console. Oh, and uh, it God. just wasn't working. And I was like, what the hell's going on? It doesn't have an HDMI port, right? So I had plugged in like the RGA cables or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, 
because I knew like the Wii U came with those, so certainly it's capable of using them. Yeah. Turns out you had to go into the settings in the Wii U tablet and tell it to project 480 to the TV. And I was like, I'd rather have 1080. And it was like, well, you can have 480 or nothing. <laughs> so now, like Will and I have been playing Smash Bros for the Wii U, but it looks like Melee. And it's yeah. really disappointing. Yeah. But, uh, you know, glass half full, it's almost like, you know, Melee is arguably the best Smash, right? Yeah, and it's a big TV. Big you TV? Know, it When I play Dr. Mario on it, it's big. <laughs> Doesn't look That good. was the biggest big. complaint I felt like for people when they were playing Dr. Mario as kids, they were like, this just isn't, it's not big enough. I just can't see those pills I'm forcing into someone's throat. That's a weird game. You ever I've, played never, Dr. I've Mario? honestly never played Dr. Mario. Here's the concept. Yes, it's You're, Tetris. Not not at all. Oh, oh, great. Uh, so... <laughs> wrong uh, uh, you're wrong i just wanted to come on the, i'm sorry I, I just wanted to come on the show and i wanted to say i've heard a lot of stuff about me recently and i'm not liking a single word of it my, i'm incredibly healthy my doctor you may have heard of him his name is dr mario i am in the best shape of my life and you don't need to worry about me at all so i'll be here for a very very long time It's a me, <laughs> Mario. Hey, it's me. Hey, it's me, Mario. And me, Luigi. Uh, so, so basically, uh, you are Dr. Mario, and you're feeding pills into a pill bottle to get rid of viruses that are in this pill bottle. Um, obviously, not how it works in real life. No, there's not usually virus in the pill bottle. No. So I always assume that the pill bottle was a metaphor for your patient, right? Yeah. Uh, so your yes. patient's got a bunch of viruses. Cool. Uh, and the viruses are colored in three different colors. Okay. <laughs> and All right. To, um, that was a weird sentence. <laughs> and you've got to get those get those colorful boys out of there. Good. Um, Good. I hate everything you've said so far. <laughs> and so the way that you do it is by dropping uh, more. You drop colored pills into the bottle. I fucking find a different word. Just find a colorful. <laughs> colorful. Perfect. You drop some colorful colorful pills Thank into you. the bottle uh that match the colors of the little boys uh the viruses <laughs> and you're giving me a look right now it's a virus it's a it's a virus in our country right now uh and and you gotta you gotta match the color and you gotta get uh four or more of the same color in a row to clear the virus out uh, and the viruses stay in place in the bottle so they don't like fall to the bottom but the pills do fall to the bottom if they don't hit any viruses uh, so you've got to stop it from rising all the way to the top. So you don't want to like fill it up, right? Because then you so can't it's drop a bit like pills. Tetris. So it's like Tetris in that respect, but the pills are smaller. Yeah, and like and they're the same shape. Like they're always the same shape. Yeah, it's always like a little devil capsule thing. Okay. Uh, sometimes cool. one solid color, or sometimes two colors. Uh, uh, uh what? So you have to spin it. Yeah, yeah. Spin it. Drop it in the right spot. You can set up combos, but the combos really like, combo. You, you can get like higher scores based on the combos but when you're playing like solo survival mode you basically just go until you lose yeah uh and each one that you clear you just go to the next one and it's slightly more difficult yeah. and uh i have definitely put like mm, 12 hours into that since oh cool Wednesday. that sounds like something i'd play for 20 minutes and then yeah. be bored of immediately the thing is it's uh it's brainless enough that you mm -hmm. can play it while listening to podcasts and like really focus on the podcast Anybody with a Wii U out there who's currently listening to our podcast, keep that in mind. Multitasking people. Thank you. That's right. Uh, so, yeah. You know, been, uh, so you've been playing way, way, way too much. 
way too much Dr. Mario. But it's like a coping method, it sounds like. It sounds like your frustrations with the Montreal and sorry, the Quebec medical system. Yeah. You're sort of taking them out metaphorically yeah. in Dr. Mario. Well, basically what I want to do is go to the hospital and just shove a bunch of colorful pills into my grandma until she gets better. Yep. But, you know, I can't do that because I'm not a doctor. In no, life. and it's not how it works. Uh, probably not, no. No. No, yeah. Great. I, I yeah, I kind of sometimes wish that I had a Nintendo console. Yeah. Like, I don't even have a handheld. I don't even have a... Look at me. I don't have a fucking... Um, look at this fucking guy. Doesn't even God, I don't even have a fucking $300 handheld piece of gaming technology. Wow, I'm such a fucking layman. Wow, look at this fucking kid over here. Doesn't have a fucking $200. Doesn't have a Game Boy from back in the day. Gabagool. Gabagool, gabagool. <laughs> um... No, but I, I mean, I do like to play video games and uh, I, it sucks sometimes like I have a PS4 and I'm like, oh, I, my favorite game is Paper Mario. And I'm like, right. I, I mean, I guess I could get an emulator on my computer if the feds are listening. I will never do that. We would never, never encourage. I would never encourage anyone to try and consume the media they want to consume by getting past the artificial restrictions that are put on us by society and by the feds and by the fucking government i would never tell anyone to try and try and subvert that to their own personal gain uh yeah so i would never do some shit like that no and, yeah absolutely no, not. no 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 it's legal um yeah. don't want to do no crime on the internet no cyber crimes no i don't want no crime crime is a crime won't get no love from me, from me. Hanging up passenger side. Go on. On my best friend's ride. Trying to holler at me. Um Do you think that Yep. Do I think what? Well, I'm just wondering, like, you know. Do you think that anyone's like fine with scrubs? Uh I believe Zach Braff is. It's true. He probably makes a good little royalty off of it. I think he's probably very, very... In, I'm sure when that song came out, I don't think Scrubs was on, but I think that it was probably in his mind as an idea. Do you and, think TLC and Zach Braff ever like met in Oh, real they definitely life? beefed. They definitely had it. I, I, have, I take it on my own suspicion that Left Eye hmm. wasn't an accident. Is Zach Braff blind in one eye? Zach Braff killed Left Eye. She's a member of TLC. Oh. <laughs> okay, uh, I can't be charged for libel here because this is an act of, this is fiction and this has all been scripted in advance. Every single pause and um has been scripted in advance. We're reading off a script. It's all fiction, okay? So don't don't sue me, Zach. Yeah, Zachary. and I spent three hours uh, writing scripts before we started recording this podcast so that the show would be perfect for you. This entire section is beat fully scripted as well. Tom puts down the copy and looks longingly at Johan. It's weird that we wrote in things here that people could not possibly pick up in an audio podcast. It's weird that we have stage directions here that that don't translate at all. But well, this is being filmed. Oh yeah, for <laughs> <laughs> did you forget about that? Yeah, no, we, we're sort of trying to put together our own Big Brother. Mm-hmm. Um, not, not knockoff, competitor. competitor. Big Brother competitor. Yeah. And it's about um, people who record podcasts, but we only have three cameras and they're all in Tom's house. Yeah. So most of the time it's pretty boring. A lot of footage of him beating his high scores in Dr. Mario, though, so I much. will say. Yeah. 
just a, just, I mean, it's he he could go MLG with this footage. MLG Dr. Mario. MLG Dr. Mario. I was uh, I was playing Dr. Mario the other night. Mario Luigi games. <laughs> what MLG? <laughs> God, I hate this show. It's so dumb. <laughs> So I was uh, in the living room playing, and I had the window open, and all of a sudden I noticed my house really smelled like fish. It's like, why does mm. my house smell like fish? Yeah. Uh, and I'm looking around, not finding Sounds any fishy fish. to me. There's no fish in my house. No. I don't have any fish. Will doesn't have any fish. No. There's no, like, fish on the wall. No, there's no, yeah. Nope. You didn't no catch fish. of the day. You didn't nail it to the wall on a plank. <laughs> I don't even have a big mouth Billy Bass that sings me Christmas songs when I walk in the room, you know? No, yeah. Uh, see, Tim used to make fun of me for putting the microphone on my stomach like that, but it, it's it's comfier, right? It's little, way comfier. I'm like able to like recline a little bit, you know, little handheld jams. That's why Tim is not here right now. He didn't agree with the microphone policy, so I fired him. Does Tim listen? Yeah, Tim. Thank you, man. Thanks for two years. Yeah, um, and I hope you're doing real good. Yeah, hope you get in your dick wet, player. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I hope you're getting your dick wet, player. I hope you're getting... <laughs> Wait, fuck. Let me try it again. Take two. I hope you're getting your dick wet, player. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so I'm sitting in there trying to figure out why my house smells like fish. And uh, and I realized that the neighbors across the road are grilling fish on their barbecue. Oh, and, fuck. And they're like... And I paused the game. And at that point, I noticed that... Um, because the music got quieter when I paused it, right? And I noticed. Who wants the salmon? <laughs> Who wants a slice? It's plank salmon. I'll take one. Janine, okay, I got one for Janine. I might have one. I'll take one too. Okay, that's one for Sally. Anybody else? Yeah, I'll take a fucking salmon. Okay, all right. Not in front of the kids. Oh, sorry. Uh, so, uh, so I noticed that the neighbors across the road are grilling salmon and like just really like bumping some dance hall music. Ep, 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 ee, ee, ee. That was unpleasant. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Go on. So, uh, so anyway, so loud music and, and fish smells and they started shouting, but they looked like they were having a good time. Yeah. Good for them. You know, it was a reasonable hour and everything, but definitely there was a part of my brain that was like, if this continues one second past 11 PM, I'm going over there and uh, you know what time it is? You fucking kids. Come on! You made my house smell like fish for multiple hours. Smells like a goddamn aquarium in there. What are you doing grilling fish anyway? Smells like Ripley's, but without the sharks. Ah. So the real the real problem I had with the fish smell is like, when you grill a fish, if you put it straight on the grill, a lot of fish isn't structurally sound enough to not like fall through on yeah, the Yeah, you shouldn't do that. So what you're supposed to do is wrap it in tinfoil, yep. which also like... Eliminates the smell. Eliminates yeah. the smell. And I saw this guy, and he was just fucking straight up throwing fish steaks on the on the grill. I don't. I think you can maybe do that with salmon, but there's also a reason why there's plank salmon. Like, you know what I mean? I don't think that goes directly on the grill. Yeah, no. Um, what's going on on your phone there, bud? Uh, well, I I opened it to check the time, and then you I are. saw that I had like six messages, and I was like, from who? Them from brief... the same person, or from like three different people? From different people. Okay, that, that's how you know you're popular. If it's from the same person, that person's just desperate. Well, a couple of them are Twitter notifications. Eh, still yeah. counts. Yeah. <laughs> I've got one here. I won't say who it's from, but it just says, anxiety and depression are motherfucking bitches. That guy's listening right now. <laughs> <laughs> that person's listening, like, live. <laughs> Relatable. 
Hashtag relatable. Hashtag retweet. What's up, guys? Welcome back. We got another episode today. First, before we start anything, just want to let you know we're trying to get 350,000 likes on this video. If we do, I'm going to upload a great new prank video this Friday on the second channel called Luke Loves Larry. And uh, (laughs) just want to tell you guys today we're doing a little special vloggity vlog talking about depression and anxiety and how terribly sad I am right now. And of all times, it seems different from my demeanor. It seems like I might be a happy-go-lucky guy, but in fact, I really hate my life. Hey, everybody. Welcome to my brand new Sephora haul video. I'm here to show you guys all the things that I bought at Sephora this week. Just get them out of the bag. Okay, first off is this brand new MAC lipstick. The shade is the blood of your enemies. And now I'm going to put it on, and you guys can tell me if you think this looks hot or not. Right, ladies? What's up, guys? It's Luke from Unbox Therapy. I've got a great package that just came in. I got a new sample of the iPhone 9. We're going to open it here. Come on, Jake. You want to get an angle of this? Look at that. USB. Yeah, okay. Compatible, unbelievable stuff. Thanks, Jake. We got in here. Open it up. Some uh, instructions. Comes in a bunch of different languages. I only speak English, so I'm gonna pass right by that. And here we got inside. Oh, oh wow. Look at that. 15-inch iPhone 9 prototype. Amazing, I'm gonna have to get a new pair of jeans with pockets deep enough to fit this. Look at how much space there is on this screen. Wow. I can keep all my apps, all my Angry Birds. I love it. I can keep, <laughs> I think I lost the thread there. Today's episode of Cool History is brought to you by Zipcrate. <laughs> Zipcrate. Need a new zipper for your Patagonia jacket? Zipcrate has you covered. Every month, they're going to send you a box with three randomized zippers. Every month, there's a theme. This month, the theme is wilderness. So here we have a zipper. Seems to be made out of some sort of birch. And we've got another one here. It's just made of metal. Standard zipper. And we got one here that looks to be... Mahogany. Mahogany. Oh, and the special zipper this month, you get a fourth special edition zipper, is made out of squirrel bones. Squirrel bones. Zip crate. Zip it your way. Oh, man. You know what I love about YouTube? What? I love when... um, my friend Sadie told me that every time she listens to this podcast, she'll like skip to a random part and I'm always talking about white people. But... <laughs> <laughs> and I was kind of like, while we were doing the episode, I was like, man, I haven't talked about white people yet. It's good for me. Um, but I realized recently, like pretty much every white male YouTuber who runs like a like uh, channel about like, you know, films or kind of like uh, pop culture and media, mm-hmm. they always have a video where it's like, Here's what I think about feminism. If it's video games, it's like women, there's girls in games and they don't like when they're just a big boob. What the hell? (laughs) 
Or like if it's films, it's like Wonder Woman, but only screening for women in one theater in one city one time. People hate men. The men are hard to have. And the whole that's the whole title, Wonder Woman. But there's <laughs> yeah, a the whole thing that's only for women. But women no, but hate the, the men. title, the t- title's always like Wonder Woman only for women and it's all in caps yeah it's all in caps and then the 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 thumbnail is like a picture of gal gadot and then like a picture of this like corny looking goofy ass white dude like what the hell is going on here oh jeez i don't understand and then it's always it's always them giving it's like i know you know it's uh you can't even spell feminism without people losing their minds but this is my channel so i'm just gonna give my opinion i hate women and have never spoken to one in my life gal gadot and then all the comments are oh my god he's so sexy oh my god will you date me oh my god i love you oh my god yeah yeah, all of the comments. And then there's one comment that says, remember when this channel made video game videos. Remember when, remember when this channel did real reviews? Hell vile, man. Get it together, IGN. <laughs> IGN comment sections, it's really like, if you need to be reminded that, like sometimes I go through my day-to-day and I'm like, oh man, my friends are great. They're doing great things. They're super nice. Right. People I interact with on a daily basis are like pretty much pretty much all cool. Sure. Um, I think I'm like a decent person or I'm working on it. Well, okay. Uh, yeah, no, I know. That that one's kind of a reach. But yeah. uh, all, all you need to do to like snap back to reality, go to the IGN <laughs> comment section on like any video of like a Call of Duty game and it's all like, God, I just hate i just hate jews why 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 are jews in call of duty it's like like out of nowhere like complete (laughs) maniac talk obama's a call of duty character obama would never play call of duty he plays battlefield hey fuck you playing battlefield i'd like to shoot people with different hitboxes than that i bet obama's not even jewish (laughs) show me the birth report (laughs) i hate barack obama sam come on i'm sorry Leave it out of here. You and Patrick can chill out in the corner. Hashtag not my president. <laughs> I gotta agree, Microsoft Sam, you're onto something. You know, he really screwed up this country. Barack right. did. And I'm here to fix it. So thank you, Microsoft Sam. You know, if I wasn't a good if I wasn't you know, Hillary won the popular vote, I'm sorry, I won Microsoft Sam's vote. <laughs> That's all. Make America great again. Well, guys, that brings us to the end of our show. <laughs> this is the end of this weird <laughs> fucking show. I always like doing these like two-hander episodes because you never know what you're going to get. No, never. Life is like a two-person Life comedy podcast. Of chocolates. Um, what is I want to say... Is that your best Colin Hanks impression? That's my best um, Colin... My cousin Colin. You got a cousin Colin? I do. Want to give him a little shout out? <clears throat> shout out Colin. You and Vivian just got married. Well, I wasn't at the wedding. Sorry about that. Well, I had work. But, are they, um, they going to do a, a couple a couple vlog every day? What's up, guys? No. Um, I just want to say, for anyone who uh, is listening who uh, was offended by that thing I said earlier, uh, as the <laughs> Call of Duty person, um, that was a bit. Jewish people, I will tell you one thing. I am sorry. Uh, that guy that I was playing probably was, is not sorry. No, that like, guy definitely meant it. That guy definitely meant it. That guy is in every IGN comment section. Yeah. Um, but that guy uh, definitely thinks Barack Obama's Jewish, and no one else in the thread is really sure why. For sure. But there's like three other people who are like, yeah, me too. I mean, he could be. 
I haven't seen his birth certificate. Yeah, on your birth certificate, that's where it would say. <laughs> there's a little box in the top right hand corner that says Jewish, and then there's just a, <laughs> and then there's just a, there's one one of them is a star of David, and the other is a guy going, eh? yeah. <laughs> Uh, sorry about that, guys. Uh, so, closing stuff. Um, closing stuff. If you liked this episode, rate and review the show on iTunes so we can be found. And if you want to hear more, subscribe on your podcast app of choice and leave us a voicemail at speakpipe.com slash for discussion. Click on the links in the episode description and share this episode with your friend. Follow us on the Twitter. You can follow the show at Down Down with with Talking. (laughs) You can follow me at New Hand Nora. And you can follow me at Tom Thaladnai. Special thanks to Crackers and Jam for letting us use the title track off their EP Benson as our theme music. You can find all their music for sale at crackersandjam.bandcamp.com. Go and buy their stuff. Buy the freaking songs. Just buy the song. Give them some money. Damn it. And uh, remember to support us on Patreon. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Love you very much. Bye. See you soon. Yeah, he's come to see you. Who I said, now,